Geesebumps Minibump, in which we examine R.L. Stein Kookaburra. <laughs> I knew it was coming, and I'm still <laughs> delighted. My name is Danielle, and I have a PhD. That means PhD in some kind of slurred language. My my name my my name my name <laughs> my name is Jojo, and I have been sitting in the old gum tree with my PhD. Laughing? No. Damn it. My, have you seen the world? Never. Hey. Jeffrey. My name is Jeff, and welcome to the first mini bump we've had in a while. This is a special Halloween bump. Special Halloween bump. Yeah, this is the day that all the ghosts and ghouls come out. To play, in, including us. To, pl- to play in, in masks, safely, socially distanced. Sa- safely, socially. The most safe of holidays. We used to consider it the least safe of holidays because of all the razor blades and all the candy. Go- ghosts and ghouls might be dangerous and spooky, but do you know what is both safe and effective? Your vaccine. Go get it. Yeah. Thank right. you. Go get it. Go get Message it. From, from Dr. Jojo and Dr. Danielle and Jeff Person. The this episode, you're going to be wondering, like, what's what's coming out on a Sunday? What's going on with that shit? I I thought for this little mini episode uh, that it would be fun to do the scariest thing that I could think of, which is to rely upon the memory of myself, Jojo or Danielle to recount the plot details of previous books that we have read for Geesebumps. Oh, man. Idiot. What is the scariest thing to a person 35 and older? The loss of your own memory. Yep, trying to remember anything. Yeah, short-term memory loss. I've actually, I I, I was, before we started this, and this is not a joke, I was messaging my psychiatrist and my doctor to see if maybe I should start taking omega-3 fatty acids. (laughs) They're just like, this fucking guy, we gave him ADHD medication. We thought we'd be done with him. Jesus, when will he go away? Well, most ADHD responds really well to multimodal. We don't have to get into this right now. Let's just get to fucking do this game. So what I have next to me is I have a little bowl, which doubles as a hat, that I have written down on small slips of paper, a variety of names of Goosebumps books that we have done for this show. Okay. Nothing super recent. Okay. And nothing that we we tend to talk about a lot. So um, there's no stay out of the basement in here. Okay, so we're digging deep into the dome. We're digging deep. We're going we're going dark horse on this one. Okay. I don't know what that means. I like it. Sounds right though. Sounds good. It's a Katy Perry song. Is it a Katy? Is that where? That's, that's the. That's that the where it comes Yeah, from. she talks about she talks about a horse she was in love with. Oh. Oh. She has horse girl. Katy Perry has horse girl energy. Everyone knows. So does Danielle. Danielle also has horse girl energy. Danielle has big horse girl energy. Go on. Yeah, let's let's, let's keep going. So what I have is 12. Okay. Between the three of us, that's the potential for four. Wait, let me check your math. Check my math, please. Use Wolfram Alpha. Alpha. Uh, Okay. All right. right. You pass. Uh, And we're going to go round robin, see how badly we remember these books we've literally spent hours speaking and recording and reading uh for the for the podcast challenge fucking not a quiz not no competition all just good fun just the pure pure shame of your own inadequacy yeah just just having to sit alone quietly with your own thoughts knowing that you couldn't remember a book that you read and did an episode on who wants to be first I will go first. Okay. We're going to go Jojo, then Danielle, then me. And then we're going to go back around. Now, unfortunately, Jojo's not here physically. He's not here physically. Or mentally. He is, he's ready to get physical. Or emotionally. 
spiritually? I am not here emotionally. Well, I'm not here emotionally, but that's a it's a brain thing. Um, <laughs> what what do we got? What do we got? Okay, going on. I'm gonna I'm gonna put my hand in the bucket here. All right, pull one at random. Shaking it around. Bingo. And pulling out the first slip of paper. So Jojo, you need to describe to us the plot as much as you can remember, including character names if you know them, villain names, Excellent. setting, etc. For classic. Revenge of the Lawn Gnomes. <laughs> is, there, is, there, is there a time limit? Or? I would say I'm going to put it at a minute. That sounds reasonable. Um, I, I, it's okay. If you go, we'll put it at a minute 30 because okay. we're not, we're, this is not fresh information, obviously. Do you need a minute to just sort of. Yeah, you have to like find, you have to find it in your, your subconscious. Gnomes, tell me when you are ready to go, Joe. I am ready to go. All right, Joe, Joe, on the count of three. One, two. Three. Revenge of the Lawn Gnomes had some guy, I want to say his name was Joe, and his <laughs> friend was named Moose, and oh, they yeah, lived Moose. in a house where the dad would live next door to, like, some ex-Marine, and they kept making really cool, like, fucking, uh, 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 like, like, y y lawn stuff, and the, yeah. and the neighbor had, like, tomatoes or some shit, and the dad was like, I want to add in some fucking lawn gnomes, so they go to the, the, uh, the, floral shop oh, and he yeah. almost he, like the, the dad almost like mind fucks the woman who works there but then he buys some garden gnomes takes them back and then joe thinks the gnomes are alive and they are alive and him and moose like prove they're alive so is the sister and it's kind of like a hatfield and mccoy and plus romeo and 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 julie Ju juliet uh between moose and joe and and eventually they realize like the gnomes are alive. They say that they're they're prisoners. They want to go back to the fucking floral shop to free their brethren. And they do go back. And then as it turns out, they have a dog whistle, and the dog oh, whistle man. kills them or turns them off. <laughs> and then the kids leave. They resolve nothing, and then they have a gorilla statue that the dad bought, and the gorilla statue is alive. The end. Good job. That was very, that was pretty fucking succinct. Pretty impressive. Yeah, it's Joe Burton and his sister Mindy. Wow, you remembered the name. Yeah. Oh my God. And and Moose, we all know Moose. We, the do sexual know Moose. we all know Moose. We love, we love Moose. The sexual tension that existed Ugh. between Joe and Moose. It's palpable. Uh, do you remember the names of the lawn gnomes? Oh, shit. The two of them that that were the I don't I don't remember their names at all. I feel like they were gibberish. Trusty, Rusty, and Krusty. <laughs> well, there was only two, Danielle. So Rusty and Krusty. <laughs> Hap. Hap. And Chip. And Ch Hap, Hap and Chip. Chip. Yep. That's right. And where those they, are okay. That makes sense because they're made of porcelain, huh? Yeah. Weren't they threatening to tickle them to death? They did threaten to tickle them to death, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Jojo. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Good job. I wouldn't remember any of that shit. Nope. All right. Danielle, I'm going to pull one for you. Are you ready? Okay. All right. Your book, Danielle, that you have to recount is, well, this should be good for you because this is your favorite book. Oh, boy. Some Monster Blood. Let's get invisible. Yay! Oh, whatever. I wish, I wish Joe had gotten that one since he hates it so much. I know. I love that one. Oh, I love love. Let's be sweet. fair. So, so Danielle, tell me when you are ready to recount the plot of Let's Get Invisible as well as you can, and then I already have the wiki up to kind of okay. catch up. So. I will give it a shot. So, first, here we go. Ready? Yep. One, two, three. Okay, Let's Get Invisible is about a boy... I feel like his name started with an N or an E. So I'll just call him Nibbles. And 
Uh, he has a little brother whose name is Scrappy-Doo, and he tends to break things. Um, oh, Lefty! His name is Lefty! Uh, oh, fuck! Wow. His name was! His name was Lefty. Good wow. job, Danielle! Yes! And... <laughs> <laughs> fuck you! Fucking got it! And they have friends, and they go upstairs, and they find a mirror, and they look in the mirror, and then they um, get sucked into it, or like something. They go into a weird. I don't. Oh no, they turn invisible. Yes. <laughs> God damn, that was close. <laughs> Fuck if that wasn't close. Okay, <laughs> you stand in front of the mirror and you turn invisible, and then they're they're running around, and they're fucking around, and they're like, yeah, now we're invisible, and they're but then they're like, okay, but then they find out that it's harder and harder to come back from being invisible, and eventually they get taken over, they they get swapped places with their with their mirror images, and uh, Nibbles manages to get his real self back, but Lefty becomes Righty, and that's the twist. <laughs> Which if you say without context, also time. If you say without context sounds like the rantings of a mad person. Makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> Lefty becomes righty. Lefty Bam. is righty. Lefty becomes righty. Righty becomes lefty. Cats become dogs. Up, to, up becomes down. Black becomes white. Existence becomes nothingness, innocence. If they enter that church, they will unmake the world. <laughs> so Dogma. Danielle, you hit, you hit it for the most part. Woo! You hit it, then quit it. I sure did. Do you remember the reason why all the kids were over? Birthday? Okay, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that, that's, you pretty much hit it. The, the kids were there. The names of the other kids don't really matter. It was uh, Zach, Aaron, and April, but they're just, they're whatever. Is Zach the main guy? No, uh, Max is the main kid. Max? So you, you were oh, close. Shit. You said in, as we in just Nibbles. just watched Hocus Pocus. Yeah, you yeah. should have had that. All right, my turn. All right, the book that I have to recount. Book? The book is, well, here, I'll, I'll go give this to Danielle real quick. Hold on. She'll pull for you, me. Ooh. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Time for me to play bingo. Woo. Okay, I'm fishing, I'm fishing, I'm fishing. What do we got? <laughs> Curse of the Mummy's Tomb. Ha, 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 you dipshit. <laughs> I don't remember this book. Well, good luck. You got, uh, hang on. You know what? I'm going to do my little timer. And you have one minute. Go. Oh, shit. Okay, going. Uh, Curse of the Mummy's Tomb. I don't remember any of the kids' names. There's uh, a kid who's in Egypt. Fuck. There's a kid who's in Egypt, and he's with his parents. They run, like, a refrigeration business, I think, oh, and they're there on business. And then he, his uncle's there as well, and his uncle's, like, an archaeologist, and his uncle has his daughter there, who is, like, the main kid's cousin. And they go to a tomb, uh, and they... Oh, what the fuck happens in the tomb? Nothing. They get lost a bunch of times, I guess. Yeah. Then they leave and there's a guy who's like following them around the town in Egypt. Uh, they go into like a museum and he's following them there. Um, and it turns out this guy is sort of like a protector of the tomb, but he's been killing people and basically mummifying them inside the tomb, oh, yeah. uh, deep in the tomb. And he tries to do it to the kids. And then the mummies kind of come to life at the end, but like not really, but it's really fucked up because the people who he mummified are like very recently mummified and he even took out like their organs and shit. Uh, and then he stops 
Uh, the, the thing that saves the day is because there's like mummies and shit is that the main kid has like a mummy hand or like yeah, a mummy finger mummy hand. that he got from a flea market, I think at some point yep. in the past. And yep. that's like somehow it's part of the mummy that's that there. Was a, that was one <laughs> hey, line of Tyler. The mummy hand it? allowed him to command the mummy. It arm. commanded the mummy or it like made, it was part of the mummy that was there trying to kill him, but it shrunk down <laughs> and the kids get out. And Yay. I'm assuming it's probably time. Was there a twist other than... I don't remember. Jojo, do you want to look up? Do you want to look up the 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 wiki on that and tell me how much I got I right? Will, I will tell. Yes, absolutely. Um, I, I the refrigeration thing. I refrigeration. I'm pretty sure you're right. I was gonna say like when you said refrigeration before that, I was like they work. They sell carpets or something. Like it was something <laughs> stupid. Okay, something incredibly so, stupid. So, yes. So here's okay. There's there okay. <laughs> there was a lot of dumb bullshit involved in this one. For starters, <laughs> Gabe, Gabe, it, the main character was Gabe. Right. He has a he has a sister. It's his sister. It's not his cousin. No, 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 no. He his he has a cousin. Her name is Sari. Ah. Oh yeah. Gabe, sorry. um, his spending Christmas in Egypt. Yes. Christmas. I forgot that. Um, his parents had business to attend to. We know it's air conditioning. Yeah. They go to the 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 pyramid. They walk around the pyramid armed with a flashlight, and then the trio makes their way to a large room. Ahmed and other members of Ben's team are already there. That's that's Uncle the Ben. Uncle. That's right, Uncle Ben. Uncle yeah. Ben, uh, on Aunt Maru. Um, <laughs> sorry, suggested Gabe they go exploring on their own. Gabe is reluctant, but sorry is a cousin temptress, so they do so. <laughs> um, they enter a small room, and then stuff happens. Uh, and that literally is just, that's kind of what it says. Yeah, then there's just Ahmed then appears. The kids go to the museum and wander through it, and then Ahmed appears. They try to avoid him. It's not clear why they don't like him. They just don't. Racist. Racist, Racist probably. Ben takes Gabe and Sari with him to the chamber. Those They take him back to the, uh, it looks like they take him back to the fucking pyramid. Yeah. Um, when they get back to the pyramid, Gabe stops to tie his shoe. <laughs> Dumbass. That's Good one detail. hell of a sentence. Good that detail. was probably a chapter. Right. When he looks <laughs> up, he sees that Uncle Ben and Sari have disappeared mm. after searching. Bunny ears take a long time. The floor cracks beneath Gabe, and he falls through, landing in a big room oh, filled with mummy stuff. Yeah. Uh, Ahmed says that he warned uh, Ben about the curse. Ben didn't believe him, and then said the kids violated the sacred chamber yep. and an Egyptian princess named Kala. And because of that, they should die. He grabs a knife. But then Ben appears, tries to stop him, fails horribly. They get trapped in a they get trapped in a sarcophagus altogether. And the room oh, starts filling yeah. with tar. Oh, it starts filling with tar. Yeah, yeah. The the kids watch helplessly as Ahmed closes and puts the kids in separate sarcophagi. Luckily, uh, this is what it says here. This is this is a quote from the wiki. Luckily, Egyptians built hidden escape hatches into their coffins to allow the souls of the deceased to escape. <laughs> That's probably that. not why they did that. Souls can't go through hard things. So the tree, so the three relatives are able to escape while Ahmed is distracted. Ahmed tells Ben and the kids that they'll have to jump into the pit. Terrified, Gabe pulls out a mummy hand from his pocket. Mm -hmm. Ahmed recognizes it because this book had to end at some point. Yep. And all the mummies grab mummies alive yeah they grab him no that's right they throw him in the tar or something right yeah. throw him in the yeah. no they i think they just drag him away right all right it's so jojo's turn all right um jojo i need you Ooh. all right uh i need you to recount the story of the babysitter <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, this is a this is an R.L. Stein joint. Um, this was pre Goosebumps. I don't remember the main character. She was a lay a girl. Yeah, te- uh, teen. Mm-hmm. She was a teen. Yeah. She yeah. went to a school. She was babysitting at this house uh, for some kid who was a toe-headed weirdo. <laughs> um, and she was, I, I don't think she was new in town, but I do know that there was a guy who was like crushing on her who she didn't like because he was a bit of a goof nut. <laughs> Every night, like she thought someone was like attacking the house whenever she would babysit, including like th- this weird, like mechanical from fucking Midsummer Night's Dream showed up and was and was like, Oh, you living at you're staying in that house, huh? That's weird. Um, and she thought that guy's out to get her because it's like a slasher thing. And then as it turns out, the dad of the kid. Um, blamed babysitters in general for the death of a previous child. And he invited her over to babysit. But when he saw she wasn't doing like she lied to him and said, when she said she had friends over, he's like, that's it. I have to kill you. So he drives her to a quarry and then the police, the, the mechanical shows up and it turns out he was a detective oh. and he shoots and kills the dad who falls down the quarry and they do not call 911 to recover his body. And then they drive her home the end. And did he shoot him? I thought he like charged at her and he did shoot and kill him, Danielle. No, I thought he she fell. like ducked and he. Yeah, I thought she dove out of the way when he tried to push her went, over. Woo. Jojo, you did a good job. So here's the plot summary. Jenny Jeffers. Let me start. Did he shoot the dad or did he just shove nope, the dad? didn't shoot him. Oh, oh really? Yeah, so plot summary. He didn't summary, do shit. He just is, sat there and watched. It's a very short plot summary on the wiki. So Jenny, okay. Jenny Jeffers, a 16-year-old girl, takes a babysitting job for a child. Jenny named Jeffers. Donnie. Donnie was the name of the kid who she was infatuated with. She got obsessed with this child. While babysitting, she gets a menacing phone calls from someone and finds a threatening note in her backpack. She soon figures out that Donnie's father, Mr. Hagen, was the one making those calls and finding a stash of newspaper clippings in his closet. Apparently, Donnie had a sister when he was younger, but she died in an accident when a previous babysitter wasn't paying attention to her. After Chuck, Ginny's love interest becomes over while she is babysitting. Mr. Hagen catches him kissing. Oh, yeah. Kissing. Becomes angry, having told Ginny never to invite over friends while she was babysitting, explaining how his daughter had died due to neglect of the babysitter. Offers her a ride home. No boys. Yep. No boys. No boys. Uh -uh. Uh, She finds out that he has actually taken her to a rock quarry that's been deserted for years. They get out of the car. Mr. Hagen forces her to move to the edge of the quarry right beside a deep pit. He tries to push her, but he misses and falls to his inevitable Whoa. death. His inevitable death. Yeah, inevitable death. Of course. Still ha- we're still waiting for it to happen. Yeah, we're st- All of our deaths are inevitable. Yeah. We're it. still waiting for that other shoe to drop. Yeah. Exactly. So, so, yeah, so good job, Jojo. Nice job. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Very proud of me. So, jo- good job, Jojo. So far, everyone's winning. We're all winners here. We're all winning. Yes, winning. Winning. Danielle, are you ready for yours? I am ready. All right, I'm gonna pull it out of this. There's only so many left now. Oh man, Danielle, I require you. Okay. To re- recount. Eat more vegetables. Yeah, Sorry, go ahead. I bought a whole bunch today. We're gonna make some roast veggies later. Uh, the book titled "Say Cheese and Die." Oh hell yeah! <laughs> that book I remember fucking sucked. Go on, Danielle. So a minute oh, thirty, Danielle. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, and go. Okay. There's a main character who's a kid who gets beat up a lot, so I'll call him Thumpy, and he finds a camera. They go, okay, They he and his friend, uh, Betsy, they go to this abandoned house because it's, like, scary and spooky, and in that house, they find a 
Polaroid camera and discover that when they take pictures with it, whatever they took a picture of tends to meet a pretty nasty fate that will be pictured in the Polaroid picture. And so they take a picture of their dad's car and it shows him like it shows the car all fucked up and then the dad leaves and it gets all fucked up just like the camera said and other things like that. And uh, then they're uh, then they go to the basement to put it back because they're like this camera is bad and they go to put it back and there's a man Spidey. Spidey, who's been like stalking them and like following them around and they see him and he's in the basement and he's like, I'm actually a fucking genius. I just live down here with this camera because I am a genius and someone tried to take the idea or something and I murdered them and I'm going to murder you. And my camera's great. The end. (laughs) That was the end of the book. Last sentence. Good job, Daniel. You got it. You got like the broad strokes. I got the broad strokes. Yeah. You got the car part in there. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, now it's um now it's my turn. And then we're gonna have one more round. That's gonna be it. So let me go have Danielle pull this out. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Deep trouble. Go fuck yourself, Jeff. <laughs> ha, you are <laughs> Jeff, you are so absolutely fucked. I just didn't want that one because I hate it so much. I kind of I kind of remember that a lot of beats of that one, honestly. All right, Joe, are you going to time me? I'm going to time you. Ready? Yeah. And uh, go. Okay, so I don't remember anyone's names, but the main kid, uh, he and his sister are on a boat with their uncle, who is like a deep sea science guy. He like does, uh, they brings fish and shit on the ship and then like looks at him and they have like another guy who's like a beach boarded, like handsome blonde kind of like grad student who's also helping him out uh and then he's like swimming in the ocean and he goes to the lagoon and he sees like a monster but then like there's a mermaid there that can't talk and the mermaid makes the monster kind of go away and then like he 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 uh these people come to the boat and they're like we need to find the mermaid if there's a mermaid out there somewhere if you help us find it we can put it in a theme park and give <laughs> you a million dollars and you'll be funded forever oh yeah the uncle works out of like he's like an aquatic uh person he works out of ohio university which is known for its aquatics and so like they're like no we can't do it so the uncle and the handsome man go to to land the mermaid they they put the mermaid on board and then they get boarded by like people trying to steal it because the handsome grad student is really bad and then they take the mermaid to some sort of like weird cave encampment and then like a million mermaids come and like rescue them uh the kid gets beat up a bunch by like adults because that's what would happen and then at the end he goes to find the mermaid at the lagoon and then the monster's there again i think that's it you forgot the part where they almost get like drowned alive yeah, they put him in a big tank of water yeah, and then they, they have the, in the water mermaid fill tank and then throw him into the ocean. Did you remember the part where the mermaid couldn't communicate? Do you remember where he tried to feed her a cookie? I remember when he tried to put a cookie in there. I remember <laughs> when he put a cookie in there and we we the readers, we the geese bumps public, watch this and go how the fuck could you have screwed this up worse? Didn't even put fish food in there. You put no, a whole ass cookie. Didn't even put fish food in there, cookie. he did. Fun times. All right. Last round. Is there a book that you hope you don't get? That was mine. That was yours? Yeah. That was definitely mine. Um, (laughs) I don't want Light of the Living Dummy 1. Okay. I didn't put that in here, just so you know. Good, because that one sucks so much ass. 
That one is, Danielle, that one is not certified fresh. It's a ventriloquist dummy that chokes a dog, dude. That is, you know what? That is the only way that Danielle can orgasm. So yes, we yeah. she likes it so much. Oh, guys, these headphones are right on my fucking ears. <laughs> Animals. All right, Joe, you ready for your last one? I am ready for my last one. Right. Hit me with it. <laughs> last one is... Coward. Good one. <laughs> I feel bad for you. Oh, boy. Because um, this is... Uh, another non-Goosebumps book. <laughs> so you'll get two minutes for this one. Uh, tell me the story of The New Girl. Oh, shit. It was the first uh, Fear Street title. Um, has dude who's good at gymnastics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he has a friend who's not like other girls. And then he's <laughs> got, uh, he sees a girl who he thinks is a ghost. <laughs> Which well, happens a lot. She's not a ghost. It happens a lot. She has a gross brother. He's like an incel. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. He's a black pill incel. You know it. He wears a trench coat. I think he has a ponytail. He has a duster and longer hair. And he looks kind of like a like a trench coat mafia version of the of the comic book guy from The Simpsons. <laughs> and he he says, "Stay away from my sister." But of course, he doesn't. Um, as it turns out, the sister was a twin. She killed her twin because her twin was everyone liked her and she wanted to pretend to be the twin and she's a new girl. So it seems like she's a new girl in school, but she's not. She's I'm a new girl. A weird, new weird, girl. Weirdo. Um, and, and he goes there. He finds out she done this. She also puts a dead cat in his, his uh, end log friend's um, locker. And then he, and then they, they, she tries to shove him out a window, but he uses the power of limbo to not fall out the window, pop back in. He tackles her and then they call the police and arrest her. And there were no parents. And there was a guy who was walking his dog who Danielle and I thought was like the Crypt Keeper. Yes, absolutely. And they, and they lived on Fear Street. Yes. yes. Also, that meant nothing. she lured him upstairs with sex. He thought he was going to boink. Boy, she lured him up with sex, didn't she? Yeah. And then he matrixed her. He was like, Whoosh-ah. No sex? Well, guess who's about to get matrixed? Who's going to get matrixed no now? No sex. Yeah. No drugs. Only matrix. Only matrix. <laughs> so, Jojo, you hit, you hit a lot of the stuff, too. You hit a lot of That's good stuff. That's pretty good. Yeah. Corey, a high school student, falls in love with Anna, a new girl at school. Uh, begins to doubt her existence. Most of her friends have never seen her on campus. She's not in the files. Uh, when he calls the house, someone says that Anna's dead, which is kind of true because that was his sister. Because she he, is dead. Yeah. yeah. When Anna visits Anna's house, met by a man who's insisted she's dead, Anna calls him to meet her and implies that she's in danger and needs her help. Uh, when she meets her, she says she just wanted to see him, kisses him, convincing her that she is real because his boner's there. <laughs> like, how could you have a boner if I wasn't real? She tells Corey the man he met at her house is her brother, Brad, and that he's crazy. At school, Cor- Corey's friend Lisa asks him to school dance. Afterwards, Lisa finds a dead cat in the locker. With she him. does find a dead cat. <laughs> like a, like yeah. Not just a dead cat, like an eviscerated. An eviscerated cat. Fucked yeah. up. Like blood pours out from her locker. Literally, it's cat. the shining with yeah. the elevator. With a warning note attached to its neck. She suspects Anna left it. Uh, then Lisa's pushed down a flight of stairs by Anna's <laughs> oh, yeah. brother, Brad. While attempting to pursue him, Corey and Lisa end up in the locker room. That was also a scene where he used gymnastics, I believe, to get to uh, a different window at school. I think he used a tree branch to swing like the girl from Jurassic Park, The Lost World. I remember a tree branch. Yeah. Uh, He understands Brad is behind all the trouble. Corey angrily travels to Anna's house to confront Brad, gets there, sees Anna and Brad fighting. Uh, Anna is actually Willa, which is a terrible name to give a child. Uh, It's more of a name for your pet. Uh, Brad's insane, blah, 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 blah. Corey and Brad manage to subdue Anna and call the police. At the end, it's implied that Corey begins a relationship with Lisa. (laughs) <laughs> implies implies because <laughs> they're neighbors wow <laughs> alright 
Good job, Jojo. Good. Wow. All right, Danielle, there's only two left. Oh, boy. All right. All right. You can do it, Danielle. Okay. Or you can't. All right. Either way. And it's great because then there's only one left, so it's just going to be whatever is left is me. Danielle, recount to me yes. the tale of the horror at Camp Jelly Jam. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, go. That's the way. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like it. Horror at Camp Jelly Jam is about a camp, and it... Uh, sh- the fuck, I'm going to get it confused with the other camp one. This one has, uh, people are going missing and there are two characters who are Nimby and Pimby and they find out that people are going missing because there's a giant sponge that poops out snails and it's uh it thinks it's a king it thinks it's king sponge and it's been um kidnapping people and i don't know slaving them or hypnotizing them or or slurping snails on them. I don't know. Something to them. But then the, the Nimby and Pimby find out and they defeat him by probably throwing salt or something. I don't know. And then the, the rest of the children are free. Yay. My, might I? Might I? Je- Jeff, is it time? It's time. <laughs> well, Danielle said the my, end. So what, now, might now I, we might can I, interject. Might I, might I fill in the... Might I? No. I think I, can fill in, I think I can fill in what's missing. Boo. The kids are at the camp on accident. Because they were going on vacation and they wanted to stay in the trailer. And the trailer detached and crashed oh, at Camp Challenge. Oh, I yeah. forgot. That's one. They were safe. Two. Holy shit. The kids are in a sports camp. Yes. So they have to be good at sports. Three, they have to get enough medals to become like a golden winner. And they become, the both kids become variously obsessed with getting medals. I think one of them is really good at sports and the other isn't. And the one who's not is our main. Yeah. Yeah. The girl, the, I think there's a part where they steal some Doritos and have like a girl's <laughs> night. Yeah. And some ah! Diet Coke. Wow. Some I, Diet Coke. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Watch your figure. They, they find out that. King Jelly Jam is this big purple amorphous monster that lives in a cave, and all the golden winners who are very physically fit have to constantly clean him of snails and oh, wash him because he smells. Right. And he they defeat him by making them stop cleaning him, which makes him, and this is a phrase we got, that makes him stink so bad him die. Stink so bad him die. <laughs> stink so bad him die. All right. Good job, Daniel. The last one is Is this a Jeff original? It's a Jeff original. It's an OG monster blood. Oh? The first one. The first monster Which blood. I, I can't believe I didn't get it. I know. A potent critique of late market capital, if I've ever heard one. Yeah. And it features one of my it features one of my favorite goosebumps tropes. Jizz. Jeff. Yes. God willing and the creek don't rise. Please <laughs> provide us with your description. And don't leave out the jizz. Don't leave out the jizz, please, Daniel. Request. <laughs> Of Monster Blood. And go. Uh, Monster Blood uh, is jizz. There we go, Danielle. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, It is this guy, this kid who is staying at his aunt's house in this small town. He is accosted by these big burly twins a whole bunch of times. Uh, He meets a cool girlfriend uh, who's like, who's like not like other girls. And he goes... (laughs) 
<laughs> he goes to like a, a weird like toy shop, like Spencer's Gifts, but it's not Spencer's Gifts. And he finds a can of monster blood and the guy's like, that's not supposed to be there. And then he, he buys the monster blood or he steals it. I forget what happens. And it's just like Gak. It's just like a, a can of Gak. Uh, he has it. It seems to be kind of growing. His dog eats some of it and then his dog starts growing. And so they're just like, shit, we got to get rid of this stuff. And also my dog's getting real big. And then he gets beat up some more by these kids, which is like really upsetting. And then they try and like put it in a bucket. They put it in a, they, they're, they're like, what do we do with this monster blood? Uh, it just starts growing and growing and growing. And then it turns out that his aunt is under some sort of like spell or a slave sort of situation with a witch who turned into a cat. So the cat the entire time that's been hanging out in the house is actually a witch who created the monster blood or like cursed it. I don't remember how they kill that bee, but they definitely get rid of her. And then when they do, I think the monster blood like chills the fuck out. The end. Pretty close. Pretty close. So here's what happens. You got him mostly right. You got him mostly right. It's Evan Ross and Kat. Uh, he's living with his aunt Catherine. He has a dog named Trigger. A cat named Sarah Beth. Sarah Beth. He meets Andrea. They go to a who she who is likes to be called Andy. Yes. Do not call her Andrea. Not like other girls. No. They enter into an old toy store called Wagner's Novelties and Sundries, and they find a tin can of monster's blood. The can labeling suggests it's a miracle substance. He buys it for two bucks. Uh, they try to get rid of the monster blood, but they can't. It's too big. They put it in a bucket. It keeps growing. Trigger eats some, and then he starts to grow as well. Um, and then eventually the monster blood becomes so big, it starts moving on its own. It eats the two twins. Yeah. It goes to try to eat the kids. And as it turns out, they're, they're, his great aunt has been acting just like a lunatic the entire time. <laughs> and it's because her cat, much like the son of Sam's neighbor's dog, was telling her to act right uh, because the cat was a, a witch named Sarah Beth who turned into a fucking, let me see here. Sarah Beth turns into a human woman. I'm going to say she was hot. Yeah. yeah but she... turns into a human woman in a cloak. Sarah Jessica Parker in Hocus Pocus. We just saw yes. That's what she turns into. The monster blood attacks them and they they let uh, and and what happens is Trigger shoves uh what's her face? Sarah Beth into the monster blood. The monster blood shrinks and seemingly disappears and that's it. So good Jeff? Yeah. We all did pretty good. We all did pretty good. I thought we'd all do terrible. Well, that was, you know what? I hope that you guys had a fun time recounting some of those. Yeah, it was a nice little trip down memory lane. We hope uh, we hope that for this Halloween you have a fun time. Yes. And we know that uh, we know that this wasn't a very scary episode, but it's goosebumps. They're really not that scary or good of a book. They're really not scary. And if you don't trust us, go back and read one. Thank you to the band Dog Party for the use of our theme song, Bad Dream, off of the album Hit and Run. It is a wonderful song by a wonderful band. You can check them out at dogpartylive.com and dogparty.bandcamp.com. Geesebumps is one piece of comedy content from the Mom Hat Comedy Crew. You can check out all the cool stuff we do at mom-hat.com. That's mom-hat.com. Very nice. Okay, before we go, each person recommend one scary movie for Halloween. Yeah, because we still have time to go to Netflix when this releases. Exactly. I recommend you go to one of the streaming services and you look up Hell House LLC. Sounds really stupid, right? But it's actually pretty good and like creepy and there are clowns and shit. Like, dude, watch it. Yeah. Trust me. Trust Danielle. And leave us a five-star review, why don't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure, that too. 
Go watch the movie Sinister if you haven't watched it. That's one of my favorite horror movies. That's, that's one of Jeff's big faves. Fantastic score. Really makes, really heightens the spook. <laughs> Jojo, what's your, what's your horror movie recommendation? Well, I think I would have to recommend the Fear Street trilogy. <laughs> God good damn it. Horror movies. You sell out. Fucking. Fuck you. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> and uh, I would recommend uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. No, that one's scary. That's a classic, it's, though. It's classic. And yeah, leave us a leave us a review. It helps us a lot. And uh, have a happy Halloween. Eat a lot of candy if you like candy. Uh, watch a lot of scary movies if you like scary movies. Stay hydrated. That's just that's just good yeah. advice. And be safe still. And be safe. And be safe. Right. And get a vax. And get a vax. Make everyone show you their vax card. Yeah, withhold candy unless they show exactly. you the vaccination card. Show your card or you get nothing. If they're not wearing a mask, they're technically not in costume. Yeah. True, too. So mask and vax card or jack shit for you, you little troll. You make the rules. That's right. This is your house, okay? You make the rules. Happy Halloween. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Just like somebody I used to know.